Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <sighs> Listen, I don't know if I believe him, but according to Jerry Jones, the Dallas Cowboys are going all in in 2024. Tonight, we'll break down what he said. We'll break down if we believe him or not. But we will also say three things that the Cowboys should do for us to buy into that storyline. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get to it. Here we go. What is up, everyone, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adzsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, do me a favor and hit the like button for me if you enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, on a Tuesday night. It is an interesting night to talk some Cowboys football because everywhere you look on social media, there's a specific quote from Jerry Jones that is being thrown around. He said it today in the Senior Bowl over there in Mobile, Alabama. And it's a quote that it's going to keep showing up everywhere that you look, whether that's an Instagram post from an aggregating Cowboys content type page or whether you log into nfl.com you're going to see an article about it of course if you go to adc sports you're going to get an article about it already of course uh written by myself uh with my take on it as and you know we're going to discuss a little bit of that on tonight's show but you're also going to see it on national accounts like pro football focus and pfn and you know that story about dak prescott last year saying that he was not going to throw 10 picks in 2023 and how that was misquoted and took a life of its own and then everyone was talking about it that's what i expect with the jerry jones thing uh obviously it is a big statement to say you're gonna go all in as the general manager quote unquote right general manager make believe general manager uh, of a football team in the nfl but but when you're saying it about the cowboys it's going to blow up, of course. One thing is to say it. Another thing is for us to believe it. When we've seen years of stubbornness for a, from a Cowboys front office that is fixated in building a roster their way and their way only. And if they deviate from that, it, it, it like the most aggressive mindset that we've seen from Dallas is last year trading for Stephon Gilmore and... Brandon Cooks, and it isn't like they parted ways from a first-round draft pick. They did it in 2018. They did it mid-season because they were desperate for a wide receiver because they didn't have one. And the whole mindset about having no number one wide out uh, blew up in their faces, and they didn't have a choice, so they went and they got Amari Cooper. But right now, we're at a point where Jerry Jones can say that he's all in, and we can basically just shrug and be like, 
I mean, sure, if you say so, what does all mean mean uh, for you? And that's a particularly fair question to ask when during this press conference that you can check out uh, in its entirety over on the Dallas Cowboys YouTube page, by the way, in its entirety, uh, when you watch that one, Jerry Jones at one point is asked about disruption, right? Because basically he's being asked what's in all of our minds, which is you're running it back with the same head coach. You're running you're running it back with the same coaching staff pretty much intact, unless then Queen leaves for a head coaching job. Uh, where is the disruption going to take place? And his answer basically is, well, you know, through the NFL draft, through free agency, which at one point he clarified that, hey, we're going to get a free agent. We're going to make a move for a free agent, provided, and this is one of the one of those one-liners that the Cowboys love to use this time of the year, provided the contract makes sense, right? AKA provided uh, they don't ask for a humongous contract is what Jerry Jones meant with all that. So fair questions. For us to have this conversation, though, we do need to hear or read the entire quote from Jerry Jones about going all in. Because all you're seeing in these graphics on social media and on these quote tweets is we're going all in, we're going all in, we're going all in. I want to read the entire quote from Jerry Jones, and then we'll dive into three things to prove that they admit it, uh, that they should do to prove that they admit it this offseason. So this is the full quote from Jerry Jones. He was asked about going all in. Now, the term all in was used in the question. So Jerry Jones didn't have that one. Like, you know, he didn't go off script saying all in. Uh, he The question included that one. So anyways, this is Jerry Jones, and he says, I would anticipate with looking ahead at our key contracts that we would like to address, uh, we will be all in. Key part, looking ahead at our key contracts, and I'll circle back to that note on a little bit here. But Jerry Jones also said, I would anticipate that we will be all in at the end of this year. So when you say, is there any thought, we will push the hell out of it. This is Jerry Jones. It will be going all in on different people than you've done in the past. We will be going all in. We've seen some of the things out of some of the players that we want to be all in on. And yes, I would say, and this is the, the, the key part to me. This is the one part that, hey, might generate some excitement if you believe Jerry Jones, which I don't think a lot of fans do these days. Uh, anyways, the message is, I would say that you will see us this coming year not build it for the future. That's a big sentence. That's a big promise to make right there from Jerry. And he closes it out saying, it's the best way I've ever said, and that ought to answer a lot of questions. Of course it doesn't, because again, we have not seen anything resembling true aggressiveness from the Cowboys in years in the offseason. So it doesn't answer questions, right? Especially because it's Jerry. It's Jerry being super ambiguous and Jerry not giving us a lot of info or intel to work with. So let's break it down very quickly here. And we, we, we will do this throughout the entire show. But a couple of key notes for me. When he says all in and he mentions key contracts that the Cowboys need to address that makes it sound to me like jerry is talking more about getting these deals done that they need to get done 
regarding CeeDee Lamb, Michael Parsons, and Dak Prescott, among others. I think he also mentioned Tyron Smith at some point, which, by the way, he just said today on 105.3 The Fan that Tyron Smith is not retiring. So there you go. If you didn't know that, now you know. I just heard that on 105.3 The Fan earlier today, Clarence Hill from the Star Telegram said that he talked to Tyron Smith's agent and that uh, Tyron Smith is not retiring. Will he play in Dallas? We'll see, but it sure sounds like he is seeking to play at least one more year. So we'll see how, how that all plays out. Uh, if I had to guess, I would guess that he's coming back to Dallas for another year on another uh, heavy incentive type of deal. Uh, but anyways, man, I just feel like Jerry's talking about getting those ex extensions done more than he is going out to get a big-time free agent. Because when he says, with looking ahead at our key contract, we will be all in. That's the first part of that sentence. So I'm not entirely sure that his all-in claim means that they're going to go out there and they're going to make uh, a splash move in free agency or even in the NFL draft. That doesn't sound like that uh, to me at all. It just sounds like confirmation that they're going to take care of their guys that they drafted in Micah, in CD, and Dak. That is something that I really have not doubted a whole lot. I know we talk about the Cowboys not being aggressive, but that's mostly with guys that are not homegrown, right? Uh, when it comes to CD, when it comes to Micah, I do believe that when it, the time comes, the Cowboys will open up the wallet and they're going to get those deals done. That's how I interpret it. The part of that quote, though, that intrigues me, that makes me, that, that makes my ears perk up a little bit is the part about saying it will not be built for the future. Because basically what, what, my, uh, what Mike, uh, what Jerry is saying with that comment is that they're not going to be trying to make decisions about players that will allow them to compete for the next five years of course i'm indirectly you're going to be doing it but to me it sounds like they want players who can help them win now going back to last year that's something that they did different i know we can criticize the cowboys for 90 percent of the things that they do but trading for stefan gilmore trading for brandon cooks was the type of move that we've been wanting to see from dallas uh for a long time was it enough heck no but it was a step in the right direction. So could that comment from Jerry Jones be an indication that there is more to come on that side of things, that maybe, just maybe, they will be trying to add more trades or add more big-name free agents or players that are, that are experienced that can be brought in, not as depth, but as actual upgrades at certain positions. Only time will tell. Uh, but that's kind of like what Jerry Jones should do to back up that part of the quote, right? If he's talking about not building it for the future, then he's talking about, heck, even not structuring some of these deals to have future cap hits, right? But rather, the, or, or, or having future cap hits, but, but low cap hits in 2024, so you can really build ATM, kind of like the LA Rams did it uh, back in the day when they, uh, back in the day, right? Not that long ago, actually, but just... When they had that Super Bowl run, when, when they basically pushed everything to the future, went all in, got a superstar-loaded team, and ended up winning the Super Bowl, 
obviously they won't go that far even in a best case scenario but it's it's a powerful statement to make is what i'm trying to say here now i understand we don't believe him peter rizzo says jerry equals procrastinating katharina says that's exactly right that's what it sounds like to me as well mo talking about like you know she also says i'll believe it when i see it and i think that's mostly where cowboys nation is at right now and i don't blame them i don't blame any cowboys fan that just struggles to buy into the sales pitch that jerry jones is putting out there having said that though here are three things that in my opinion the cowboys would need to do well he's got a lot of sorry to prove that they are indeed going all in. Number one, number one for me in this list. You got to extend Dak Prescott. Now, that might sound counterintuitive, right? Because if we're talking about going all in, maybe what some people want to see is seeing a ride or die, like a, a ride it out let it ride type of year for Dak where he plays out his contract and hits free agency in 2025. That would be the ultimate all-in, maybe. But also, you do got to pull off some salary cap manipulation. And I am 100% on the side of people that say, oh, the salary cap is a myth and you can twist it and you can do whatever you want with it. Yes, but these are the kind of things that you need to do, right? And an extension would significantly lower Dak Prescott's cap hit for 2024. <clears throat> you could also you could also restructure, I guess. But the cap hit that you know the the amount that you're gonna lower his cap hit in 2024 is not gonna be anywhere near as high as it could be if you extend him. So that would be my step number one because I want the Cowboys to have the space to then pull off number two and number three list uh, on this list, which is basically at players around him. Now I hear you in the chat. I hear the frustration with Dak Prescott. I already see some of the comments here where I've got a cam saying that that's not going to happen. Uh, I've got Steven saying that Dak is a bust. Hear me out. If we're talking and I'm, I'm I don't believe that a hey, Dak Prescott sucks, not after a second team all pro season, uh, and a runner-up to the MVP type season. But, but, I'm going to say this. Regardless of what your stance is on Dak Prescott, if you're talking about an all-in season, and we're talking about them proving that they are in an all-in mode, like, there's no scenario where it's not Dak leading the team, right? We all agree on that. The Cowboys are not going to have another QB walk in the room and take over the team for 2024 if they're trying to win the Super Bowl in that very year. You can cite postseason records to me all you want, but that's just not going to happen. If you're going to go all in, you're not going to go with another uh, QB. Now, again, I agree that Jerry is full of it, as Cam is saying right now in the chat. But these are three things that they would need to do to prove that this time, the message is legit. And we'll know very soon, because actually, when I talk about Dak Prescott's extension, it's got to happen in February. It's got to happen early March. It's got to happen before free agency kicks off. Because I don't need that salary cap space in June, where all I've got left are 
players in the in the bargain section of the free agency store, right? I want I want what's in the entrance, what's on display. I want the top names at several of these positions. So you got to make this extension happen early because if you're going to go all in and you're going to add significant talent to your team, that's not going to happen in June. That's going to happen in March. Now, I'm not even talking about the top free agent at each position. I'm trying about I'm talking about top 50 type free agents that are going to really make an impact on this team. If they don't get a top five, top 10 type of guy, that's fine by me. But get a couple of top 30 guys or a couple of top 40 guys, a few top 50 guys if you want. But anyways, that's step number one. You extend Dak Prescott, you lower the cap hit, you do your other restructures. You basically get under the cap and you get yourself in a position to spend money in free agency. That would get us to the number two point in this list, which is two to three big signings in free agency and specifically targeting perhaps your biggest needs. And I would point out, defensively speaking, linebacker, and I would point out defensive tackle because that's where the Cowboys are really struggling in on defense. You could add a cornerback in there because you can never have too many cornerbacks. But if you run it back with Jordan Lewis, like if you re-sign Lewis, you've got your starting trio of corners. And even more so if you re-sign Stephon Gilmore to another deal, uh, which could also happen. Uh, but I'm talking about deep tackles and linebackers because that's the glaring hole on your roster. And I don't think you can get to the NFL draft with those needs unaddressed if you're going all in. Because in the NFL draft, you're going to want to do things via best player available, which is something that the Cowboys have more or less done in the past. They've also addressed their needs, but hey, if they like their guy and they can get him, they are going to do it, right? We've seen them, we've seen that uh, time and time again. So if they want to go out there and get a center in the first round, and I know everyone's talking about the Oregon kid who is killing it in the senior bowl, then you can go ahead and you can do that. But you don't want to reach for a linebacker just because you need one. You got to take care of that in free agency. Now, there are going to be a ton of guys that are on this list that I have right here that are re-signed by their teams like Leonard Williams, former division rival with the Giants. I'm assuming since they traded for him, I'm assuming that the Seattle Seahawks are going to re-sign him. But That's a top-tier defensive lineman that you could target. DJ Reader from the Bengals, also about to hit free agency could look into him. You could look into Grover Stewart from the Indianapolis Colts who had a fantastic season this year. Linebackers, man, going from Patrick Quinn with the Ravens who might not resign because because uh, he, you know, the Packers also, the, the Ravens also got Roquan Smith, so it's not going to be easy. You can also talk about Jordan Brooks from the Seahawks. You can talk about Levante David from the Tampa Bay Bucks. And you can talk about Frankie Lubo with the Carolina Panthers. There's a lot of guys that you can bring up in this free agency period that can fix one of your top two needs on defense, which are those two. And you cannot go to the NFL draft without addressing those needs and being like, we are fine. You just can't, in my opinion. That's the way I see it. And it sounds pretty simple. It sounds like we're playing Madden. There are teams that do it. 
And more often than not, the teams that do it are teams that are contending for a Super Bowl. So to me, Dallas, sure, go ahead, build the team through the NFL draft as you wish, but complement it with this at a level that you haven't done it in recent years. Because even the trades they pulled off with Gilmore and Cooks and all that, they've been trades for players that are not on this big-time contracts that are going to cost them a lot of money, right? That's why they traded for them in the first place. I'm not saying they're minimum salary type guys because none of them are, right? Uh, neither Cooks nor Gilmore, but they're also not top-paid type of players at their positions. Number three thing that you got to do to prove that you are indeed all-in is on top of signing guys in free agency, not one of these two, but on top of adding players through free agency, give me a significant trade with your day three picks or even your third round draft pick, which would be more complicated. Right now, the Cowboys have five picks, which are set in stone, and they're likely going to have another two when compensatory picks are announced weeks before the NFL draft. But the way that the draft is expected to go for Dallas is they have picks in the in each of the first three rounds, right? So they've got 24th overall, 56th overall, and then 87th overall. But then they've got compensatory picks projected in the fifth round and sixth round. They don't have a fourth. They don't have a fourth because they traded away traded it away for Trey Lance. They don't have a fourth. They also, I'm going to just hit you with a quick refresher because, man, since the Cowboys traded these picks away, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. They should have had a fourth round, which they traded away for Trey Lance. Should have had a fifth round pick that they traded away when they moved up to get Eric Scott Jr., who, hey, it's an important wild card uh, ahead of the 2024 season, by the way. and then. They had another six-rounder, which they traded away for Brandon Cooks. So, basically, Cooks and Scott Jr., you get back in compensatory picks, right? Because you're going to get a fifth-rounder and a sixth-rounder. But the fourth is gone. And that is big for a Cowboys team that loves its draft capital. And it's not going to risk it for, for a whole lot. So, that's a big asset that the Cowboys traded away. For Trey Lance. That's why when we have the Trey Lance conversation, to me, it's very tricky because it's clear that Dallas wouldn't have parted ways with that draft pick if they didn't truly feel like, hey, we might hit on something here. I'm not saying that Lance is going to replace Dak Prescott or anything like that, but just when I think of it within that context, it's still something that kind of surprises me that they pulled off that trade. Even Without that fourth rounder, for me to believe and for me to buy into the whole all-in storyline, I would need to see Dallas pull off at least one trade with the fifth rounder, the sixth rounder maybe, but maybe more importantly, a third rounder. Like, hey, if they move on from that third round pick and they get a starting caliber player who can make a significant impact on this team, I'm, I might get excited. I might be like, heck yeah, 
they're they're going wild. They they are really turning it up a notch. I don't think we will see any of that though. But I but hey, I'm just saying. Now, if they do trade for somebody, I would want it to be either one of those big nicks that 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 we just talked about or a significant upgrade at a valuable position like wide receiver or defensive end. Like somebody that is a true upgrade in those positions. Because Dallas, man, they, they still have a shaky number three spot at wideout. And Jalen Tolbert did not have the second year jump that we wanted, wanted him to have. Did he show some flashes here and there? Yes, sir, he did. But he didn't have that second year jump that we thought he had. And then the same with Sam Williams. That guy clearly did not take that second year jump. And that guy is clearly somebody that you wonder if he's ever going to get it right because he has some mental mistakes in this game, in these games that are that are unacceptable and that leave you worried. And then you don't get the defensive production to maybe justify uh, some of that because Max Crosby can get called for those flags that he gets called uh, pretty much on a weekly basis, but that's Max freaking Crosby. I can live with that. Not with Sam Williams, though. So those are valuable positions that I actually think the need is a little bit underrated because at wideout, you've got CD and you've got Brandon. So maybe it's not a position that we're going to talk about a whole lot this offseason, but it sure as heck is one where I would like to see an upgrade. And the same goes for a defensive end. There is Micah, so we don't worry too much about it. But I also think that, hey, uh, the rest of the defensive ends didn't have, like, the best year that they could have had in 2023. So those are all positions that you could really ask for an upgrade. And it might not cost a lot draft capital-wise to pull it off. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Isidro says, excellent wide receivers class in this draft mode. There are going to be some guys uh, in day two, maybe even in day three. I know day two is going to be a key date for a running back. Because I see some people talking about running backs, right? Like Blasso here says, uh, Pollard, not an every down back. Well, he certainly showed that, right, in 2023. He showed enough for us to be concerned about him not being a, a three down back. So either you want somebody that is or you want somebody to compliment him. And a day two pick is maybe too much for a running back. But that might be the space where they go in these 2023 NFL draft. If you wait until day three, maybe that's too late. So it's a tricky situation right there that the Dallas Cowboys are uh, going through. So to me, three things the Cowboys need to do to prove that they are indeed all in. It all starts by extending Dak Prescott because of the caps hits and the cap space uh, to go crazy and add two to three free agent signings that are significant signings, not bargain type uh, signings. And then at least one trade. And I, I know I'm asking for too much here, but Jerry Jones did use the words all in. And Jerry Jones did say, we're not going to build it for the future. So, yeah, I'm asking for a lot, but that's kind of like the scenario that we are talking about here. I would love it if it happened, man. I would love to see that story. I know that, hey, uh, John... Not not John, excuse me. Uh, Cowboy stats and graphics. My guy Dan, he had a tweet out there that said that hey, it's tough to interpret whatever Jerry Jones ever says in a press conference. 
And I quote, he says, but I just can't shake the idea that the Cowboys, in an effort to honor the fact that we didn't play well against the Packers, which is a quote that Jerry Jones put out there, might be entertaining some of the most unhinged personnel ideas the league has ever seen. Uh, and yeah, it's more likely it's just Jerry doing what he always does during contract negotiations, seek who and all that kind of stuff, right? Which is totally the case, right? A lot has been made about what he said about Dak Prescott, and we're about to play that clip too. But that's just Jerry not wanting to give up an edge in negotiations uh, when talking to the media. So, yeah, it's just it's just weird stuff, man, that Jerry Jones says into a mic. That press conference was 30 minutes long. And as I was taking notes for this show, I was like, man, what? Like, I felt like I was mid-trip right there. But anyways, let's move on here a little bit, man. Because one other thing that you're going to see on social media is some Jerry Jones's quote on on Dak Prescott. And I want to play the clip from you. This is from Michael Gelkin over on the Dallas Morning News, who has been on the show, by the way. So shout out to him. Follow him on Twitter. This is a clip that he put out there uh, about Jerry Jones on Dak Prescott. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. Dak has done nothing to change my mind okay. on any uh, promise for the future. I think I said in the deal that right. we'd go as far as Dak takes us right. in the playoffs. Remember that? Right. How do you go as far as Dak takes us. Right. How do you feel he played? And that's how far we went. Oh, right. So, okay, so my point is that doesn't change a thing. Okay. Whoever will go as far as Dak takes us. How, how do you feel he played against Green You may have just said it there, but how, how do you feel he performed against the Packers? Well, I think that uh, we, as a team, uh, laid an egg. And that's not uh, 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 specifically I want to say it and respond that way. And uh, you can start here, and I'm not trying to be magnanimous or anything. But you can start here and you can go all the way down the line. Uh, that, was a, uh, uh, that was a bad day for us. And uh, manifest and created a lot of uh, uh, scrutiny on the days long before that and long after that. That's how, what kind of day it was. And so it'll be an impactful day. We'll, we'll do things that uh, honor the fact that we didn't play well against the Packers. <laughs> Man, when Jerry says... We'll go as far as Dak Prescott, and that's as far as we went. I, I was like, huh? What, what are you talking about, man? Is that, is that a, a, a compliment for Dak? Is that a backhanded compliment? Is that you saying that this is as far as we're going to get with Dak Prescott? What exactly was that? Uh, but when you hear the whole interview, it sure sounds like, Jerry and, and also Steven Jones, when you listen to his, it sounds like this team is still fully invested in that. I guess we'll know until we know, right? That he that he's gonna get extended. Uh he might not. And and that would surprise me if he isn't extended, because it's not how the Cowboys have done things. And I really would be surprised if Dallas just lets Prescott walk into free agency in 2025. So I strongly believe. He gets extended. How fun would it be from a, at least from this side of things, right? Like it would be chaotic to cover that storyline. Yeah. But as, as fans, it wouldn't be fun. It, it, I don't think it would be. Uh, 
because uh, you would jump into you would jump into uh, QB limbo, and that's not fun. We see a lot of NFL teams struggle with all that. But anyways, when Jerry Jones said that, it was very confusing. But you just listened to the entire thing, and it sure sounds like they want Dak Prescott back. It's just negotiating, as we just read from the Dan uh, Cowboy Stats and Graphics tweet. That's Jerry Jones not wanting to give out any sort of detail because he was asked about other free agents and the response was always the same. Just like, you got to look at the whole picture. There's a salary cap. Uh, I don't think he did the pie reference anymore, but that is the whole situation that the Cowboys are dealing with right now. So I don't believe that that was Jerry taking a shot at Dak Prescott. I'll just say that. Anyways, Let's see some of your comments here. Catherine says, well, you need to get Jerry Jones on your show. Now, imagine that. Imagine that someday. That would be awesome. You see that it says Sam Williams is undisciplined, the type of player to cost us games. Uh, Cam says, Jerry's blind now. Sarcasm says, Blasso. I'm not sure if he if he means like the quote on Dak Prescott, which was really confusing when you listen to that clip. So the Cowboys say they're all in. We'll see. We'll find out if they mean it or not, or if they can back it up when the time comes. But anyways, before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen, one more storyline for the day, and that is an indirect one that will hugely potentially impact Dallas. And that is a surprising bit of news that came through the wire today where we heard that, hey, Ben Johnson is actually not going to the Washington Commanders. Now, I've been pounding the table for a while now saying that Johnson is the candidate that the commanders wanted. And that was just me speculating. But there were also some reports that made it seem like he was at the top of that list. Well, Ben Johnson is not going to Washington. Ben Johnson is staying put in Detroit. He's going to coordinate that offense one more time at least. Uh, Adam Schefter reported that there was no boost in his salary to make that happen. So that was Ben Johnson legitimately wanting to go back to coach Jared Goff for another year, which, you know what, Matt, respect, especially because if he did, if, if he was going to get an offer from Washington, that's a pretty attractive job right now to get, in my opinion. It's no longer the Dan Snyder team. It's a team that has an ownership that is willing to invest it's got a front office that it's looking to do things the modern way. And they happen to have the number two overall pick in the 2024 NFL draft, which means they're going to have at least a solid quarterback prospect to develop. So I thought Ben Johnson to commanders was, was going to happen, but it's not now. And that is important because one, you avoid what, Seems like one of the most dangerous play callers in the NFL right now. You avoid getting him in the NFC East. Bobby Slowick also is set to return to Houston. So he's also not going to be coaching uh, the, the commanders. Conversely to what happened with Johnson, though, Slowick did get a raise from the Texans. So that is worth pointing out. But I think it also matters because the two guys that appeared to be the top candidates or Washington are now off the board and Dan Quinn remains on it. So Seattle and Washington were both considered strong 
potential landing spots for Dan Quinn. And now there's a smaller field of coaches that they could opt for if it's not uh, one of those two, right? So there's Quinn, there's Aaron Glenn from the Lions too, the defensive coordinator. There's also Mike McDonald from the Ravens. And of course, there are other candidates. We know that Washington was interested in Patrick Graham from the Raiders, uh, Mike Kafka from the New York Giants. I might have a lot, uh, a list of other names somewhere around here. Uh, Ejiro Rivero from the Carolina Panthers, Patrick Graham from the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. So there are other options still, but man, Queen remains out there, and it's it. it the last domino has to fall this week, I would guess. I would assume, but not yet. We're still waiting. They're still making us wait for us to hear on, on who's going to coach the commanders and if Dan Quinn is returning to Dallas or not. We will see. Let's see some of your comments here. Cam says, I am guessing that Jerry did not see the Green Bay game. Too much forced throws in the Green Bay game and trying to blame C.D. Lamp. I think that nobody is really blaming CD for his game, right? He had some costly drops. I get that. But I think that the thing with Lamb that has drawn the ire of Cowboys fans is the attitude part of it, right? Getting pushed by Jair Alexander and basically having an attitude that said, I really don't care right now and just not being on the same page because the game plan did not feature him. I take more issue with that part of it. I take more issue with the Cowboys not involving CD in the first place because I think that's totally unacceptable after what he did in the regular season. But I don't think anybody is on like trying to pile on CD's game or CD's ability to play the game. So that's just my thought on the whole thing. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for me tonight here on the show. It's Senior Bowl week, so we might get into that a little bit tomorrow and on Thursday night. Uh, we're going to see what we can work out. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into the show. As always, man, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Hit the like button for me, and I will see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central. Thank you so much, and enjoy the rest of your Tuesday night. Bye-bye.